0: You're, oh, you're
1: muted. The Chicago Bulls have won their sixth NBA championship. Two zero two two. It's uh first step. First step of the the uh, fresh year.
0: It's a good feeling.
1: Fucking oath it How is. How do you feel, mate? I feel really good. I'm really um I'm excited to get our little uh your revamped uh, garage slash man cave slash our new studio up and running. Get our jerseys up on the wall. Bring my Michael Jordan signed card over. It's fucking looking good, isn't Get it? Get this fucking resin table eventually, which I think would be sick. I want to put
0: some How good is that room turned out to it's be to It's
1: lovely. It's lovely. Ch- we'll, we'll get some nice, comfy chairs to sit in, a good desk. We'll get a piece... Of, it's going to be a good year. It's going to be a slow build, because we'll have to just chip away with funds, you know what I mean? Like, we're not
0: chip, fucking chip, fucking chip made of money, eye.
1: but we'll do what we can when we can. I'm pretty excited. That's it,
0: mate.
1: I found some old jerseys Very that exciting. I've got that we could uh, hang up to. I've got an old Reggie Bush one, an old Troy Polamalu one.
0: I found, um, I found this retro site, this retro Liverpool yeah. site, and... Um, it's got a lot of the kits on there that I've wanted for so many years, yep. and I think they're about seventy bucks. Yep. So, one large pay, I'll True, I'll yeah. buy a few of them because I do have some older shirts, but I just want a couple others that are that were my favourite when I was younger. Yep. Um, so I'll, I'll invest in them. I've got some. Apparently, Dad told me when he when he came down that he bought me like a metal Collingwood sign, mm. but he forgot to bring it down for Christmas because um, he just bought it like off the cuff because he knew we were making the man cave. Yep. So I got a couple of signs, nice. all that should be good, it will, it'll be good, and I've got to get some lounges in there for the, for the TV, because I've obviously got the big TV. We can so have a go, when, when we so finish
1: recording, we can have a 1v1 on FIFA.
0: Yeah, that's right, or we can watch events, live stream Fuckin stuff. we've got, pl- we a- got plenty to go on, plenty to go. There's potential, mate. And I'm starting mm. the new year, the new, the first podcast of the year, I'm starting it off with a tea. You better be having a pee well, mate. I've
1: actually got it in a 600ml bottle. Which is very yeah. rare for me. I'm a, that sounds disgusting. I'm a, a can man. Usually, this is leftover from KFC from the other day that I did. I didn't drink.
0: This is uh, this is different because out of a can, there's a crispness yes, there that is. you just don't get. I feel like out of a bottle. Pepsi
1: Max, out of a can is from heaven. It's. I think the exact opposite about beer. Beer out of a can is to me Whyful. It is uh, rat piss uh, for lack of a better term. Um, it is from hell. If you know what I'm saying,
0: it's not my style. It's
1: um no. it's fucked. Mm. I have a little um, little joke for you to start the year, if you if you're interested.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> Well I know what you're like.
1: Well, this is, it's not as bad as usual, but you know, it's sort of, it's like a dad joke again. But um, <clears throat> so I was going to work yesterday, and I saw my neighbour, who is a dwarf right um waiting at okay. the bus stop for the bus to come along and the bus he, he waved the bus down, but the bus didn't stop so i um come up beside him i said you want a lift mate and he went "Go okay, fuck yourself so i just zipped up my backpack and left the ungrateful little cunt
0: <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> see you later see you, mate. not today the, buddy getting
1: a ride on my back motherfucker
0: fuck no um yeah. yeah. There's a bit of a... You, you're a bit ruthless. You've been in a ruthless mood.
1: Mate, I had a bit of a... You have been I had in a, a bad ruthless night. mood the last night. Ask. I had a real bad you night did. with um, some unruly teenagers. I had a bad night. The old you me... I hope not. I really hope not, because it was bad. The old me came out, and... Well, no wonder I'm going bald. That's all I'm saying. It's... <laughs> it, it was ferocious.
0: <laughs> these, these people are stressing me out. Mate,
1: it was just it wasn't the stress it was just the rage that come out of me I thought I got rid of that rage
0: but it I told you I, t- uh, well, I kept saying before I left that it was cra- that you were Kratos in the making it, and mate. you didn't think so
1: the rage just come out and it was bad the Spartan rage oh well, it's coming they shouldn't have stole my umbrella um it's as simple as that don't steal a man's umbrella you won't get the wrath
0: um, we got Wrath of
1: Kratos. Twenty twenty two is going to be a, a great year for sport. I can feel it. We got a lot to, to touch on early, anyway. Like, I want to talk a little bit about quite a, a few different things today. But I want to start on the Carabao Cup, Carabao Carling Milk, the energy
0: drink cup,
1: the, the, the Carabao. Uh, actually, you know what? Before we do that, what is Cinch? Do you know how Cinch sponsors um, the English cricket team and it's the sponsorship of the Scottish Premier League? What are Cinch? Are they a m- mobile company? Do we know what they are? It's been bothering me. Mark, no. And I don't want to look it up on the Google just in case it's pornographic.
0: Oh, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. That sometimes, because like, I don't know what certain companies are in yeah. um, the UK, but... Uh, maybe it's a bank. I don't know.
1: It could be. It could be anything. Um, low jewel. It car. could be anything. We've both started the year off with a low jewel. Let's talk about your game versus the Arsenal holes coming up in the Carabao.
0: The potential, the prediction. Well... semi-final.
1: Finally, Man City aren't going to be going for it. Chelsea mm. versus Tottenham as well. This... It's t- a There's two legs of it. To me... I, this is my opinion on the final I think it's going to be a Tottenham Liverpool final
0: that'll be like a a repeat of the Champions League final yeah I don't and know, I man. think I, you guys are going I, to win it I don't know I would like to think we would win a cup but Klopp doesn't really care about that cup that much We doesn't show it respect but here's my it's thing still right? silverware man if you if you make it to the semi-final I think at that point you want to win you go okay well we made it this far we may as well go for it hmm. and I think that he will be thinking that now. It's a, it's a chance at silverware. Yes, it's not big, massive prize money, but it's still silverware. It's still a major trophy in the cabinet. So Liverpool. I think that he will want to get Liverpool
1: it. Liverpool plays potentially something like five or six games, four, four or five games, sorry, in a five or six-day period. So you play yes. Arsenal twice in like the week, obviously, because both the Carabao Cup games. You play Shrewsbury Town on Monday the tenth as well. That's for the FA Cup, and I believe on the fifteenth you play a Premier League game against um,
0: Brentford. Brentford.
1: So that, there's going to be a stretch. I think they might. Jurgen will probably go whole hog against Arsenal. Shrewsbury, you will play children.
0: And here's and here's the uh, here's the kicker to to all this. There's no more Mane, no more Salah. Yeah, that's right. They're off to the Afcon. So we're now two of our best players <clears throat> down, and Abicater. So, so that's three players there. That it that the squad's going to be thin already. We're still Thiago's still injured, so it's going to be very very thin. Uh, players are going to have to play a lot of games, and it's just about right now. Klopp will be saying to the players, "This is this is what we're here for. Yeah, we just have to dig deep, just and, dig deep and push on through."
1: It's a lot of games in the span of a week. So, well, sort of ten days from the seventh of. Jan, you will be playing Arsenal on the 7th, you then play Shrewsbury on the 10th, you then play Arsenal on the 14th and then you play Brentford on the 17th. That is a hard stretch of games there.
0: It is if you want to win the the Cup. If your attention is to win it, it's going to be tough. Well, so I would what? imagine that.
1: Look, if you've made it, like you've said before, if you've made it to the semi, surely you want to win it.
0: I think, yeah, that's what I mean. I think at the start of the competition the big teams apart from Manchester City kind of play their second stream teams and it's like okay well if, if we go far then we go far if we don't then whatever the young kids have had a run out um, but now we've made it to the semis you're at that stage where it's like okay well we've come this far we might as well try to win it and the interesting thing for Klopp now is that he's got a predicament it's sort of like well who do you play up top I mean our strikers or our front players now to choose from will be Roberto Firmino, well, he's still got COVID, so I don't know when he's going to be back. Um, Diego Jota, Devo Caridi, and Minamino. And then apart from that, uh, I guess you could play Oxlade Chamberlain, maybe on the left wing or the right wing, maybe down the middle, who the fuck knows? They might even have to play Simicus or someone high. We're really stretched. There could be a young kid that. How um, far off is Harvey Elliott? Is he
1: still a couple of months away?
0: Yeah, look, I think Harvey Elliott will probably be playing in February. I really do. They, all things say, all signs say that, that he should be pretty much back on the pitch by February, which is crazy because his ankle fucking snapped off his bone. Mm. Um, so that's remarkable. Do you? Uh, but yeah, interesting interesting time for us. <laughs> really tough time, but I think we'll be all do right. Do
1: you think, right, because Jürgen would never give in. He'd be like a dog on a bone when it comes to the league. Do you think because you're at a best-case scenario, eight points back, he would be willing to throw more at these Cups now to, to, to win them? Look,
0: I don't think so, because I think that Liverpool... And I suppose when you're a professional like that, you know that anything's possible. Mm. And I think that Liverpool know that, look, uh, albeit it's unlikely... It's possible to lose two games on the bounce in the Premier League. And it can happen. And so they will be thinking, we have to stay right on Manchester City's tail. Because if they do drop points, we need to be there. So I don't think that they will want to drop off in the Premier League. We've been a little unlucky in some games. Like that Leicester game was just one shot on target from Leicester. They were 1-0. Let's one touch nil. on that
1: one real quick. Let's touch on that Leicester game. All right,
0: While we're here, yeah. While
1: we're here. Salah's missed penalty was like something of a nightmare to watch where Schmeichel, who had the best game of his fucking life, saves him, then the old header, Buschka, off the crossbar. It was... It just... I I, I don't know, Liverpool were on top the entire game until Walkman just threw one in off the fucking right boot, and you're like, where? What? Where does that come from? What's going on here? I've seen
0: these games many times before with us, um, and over the last couple of years, that hasn't really happened, but for this year uh just at this stage of the season we've just lost a little bit of momentum and you know COVID has a part to play but it's not all the excuse we just dropped off a bit we didn't take our chances and that's the way the game went ultimately um and then obviously against Chelsea I think I think the result against Chelsea is probably worse and what I mean by that is is that we were 2-0 up yes yes I want to touch on that as well we, we were coasting like all bit like we were fine. Um, and then Kovacic hits this absolute worldie that it's like one in a million. Yep. And from that point, it's like it, it gave Chelsea a boost and they f- and they could really push back. And uh, When they got that first goal, you could see the second one coming. There's, this w- and there's a weird stat. Probably on the balance, a 2-2 was a fair result, yeah. but it's frustrating. As a neutral,
1: it was a really nice sort of game to watch. Um, there's this weird start with Kovacic that he's got the, like, the lowest losing percentage of all... Chelsea players, like yeah, he some doesn't just have weird. Like he'll draw a of fair of few, but he like just that. doesn't lose many games. Um, yeah, I thought even like even though Salah Salah scored a great goal that that goal that he sort of flung in, um, was really nice. But to throw away a two goal lead, is a bit fucked. And then sort of you you walk out the season against Chelsea as. It's a drawn card. You, you might even look at it as if Chelsea make it through to the Carabao Cup final. Yet whoever wins that game against or Liverpool or Chelsea would have to be crowned the champion of the two because it's just been so close for the whole year between you two.
0: Yeah, when the first game... It's a strange... Look, I could be thinking with my Liverpool head on here, but I think that over the, the course of the two games we've been the better team because I think in the first game they sat back because they got a red card, defender for the life with them. Georgina game. had the best games have ever had. And then in this game, we we got a two-goal lead and then we just threw it away. So I think probably over the balance, we've been the better team, but we haven't got the results, and if that makes sense. a bit strange. Yeah. But well,
1: Chelsea are in this weird place at the moment where they just keep drawing with everybody. They just Yeah, they've been in a bad patch. They're bad in patch this before. really unusual place where they just sneak out a draw. And then you look at someone like Man City, for example, who... Probably could have had a draw against Brentford, and they fought tooth and nail to win that Probably one. Probably should have had a draw against Arsenal. They should have had a draw against Arsenal. I think Arsenal had done by in that game. They were really, really good Arsenal. They they were, um, for, for the majority of the game, the better team. Saka was really good. Um,
0: the silver penalty was pretty
1: fair. Nathan Ake, his save I off the, the line, was, was pretty good. Um,
0: I've watched that uh, that. But no, I do think penalty. so? I, I don't think it's a penalty. Let's put it this way. If that's a penalty, then the Odegaard penalty is a penalty. Yeah,
1: true. True. You know um, what I mean? And
0: the so yeah,
1: I, yeah, you know what? You're right. There was a, for In the first half, I will say this about that game, halftime could not have come at a better time for City because they were getting smacked around by Martinelli on the left. He was just causing havoc. And then Saka was just sort of roaming around. The city couldn't keep the pace and then halftime came and it just changed the whole game on its head. It was just...
0: Yeah, they would have got a rinse in the fucking dressing oh, mate, they, room. That's absolutely, would they
1: would have. It was... um, It was it was quite weird. But see, City just... They just keep fucking winning. So if you...
0: Well, see, this is the thing, right? Like, I me and the old boy talked about this and when we were doing that man cave. um, You know, to win titles, you got to be obviously the best team, but you've got to be very fucking fortunate. You've got to have a lot of luck on your side. And to win titles consistently you've got to be able to get over the line you've got to win a lot of games late and when we won the league in 1920 I can think of about six or seven games where Liverpool were trailing and then they would come back and win and Manchester City this year have got that they've got that trait where they just manage to win games and push through and that is what wins your titles and uh, remember I said weeks and weeks months ago I said Manchester City are capable of winning 16, 17 games on the bounce they're now up to 10 and they'll keep going they're up to 10 and they hold the record for eighteen wins straight. It, it's just you know they do this consistently. Crazy. Um, and, and I said to Dad, "It's crazy, right?" So Liverpool have lost two games this year. And in any other league in the world, if you lost two games, you'd be pretty much challenging for the title. It'd be super close, or you might even be top of the table. Yep. But in the Premier League, you lose two games, you are ten points off. Yep. It's it is it is so hard this is the most hardest league in the world because Manchester City are so good and in another realm this Liverpool side would have four or five league titles but they've just been unlucky that they've been in a time frame where this Manchester City team's so good there's you know what I mean absolutely it's, it's so hard it's rough because this is the best Liverpool side I've ever seen in my life but we may only come out of this sort of five year period six year period on the with one Premier League title it's, it's, which is fucking mind boggling it is mind boggling
1: I, um... There's a few results that went really good for Newcastle. The, the Burnley losing two games in a row. Leeds smacking them, thanks Seeds. You just did a good job for us there. And, man, you touching them up um, have put Burnley in a bit of a... a shitty situation.
0: Well, it's good for you, isn't it? Cause it's you, great for us. You need the results to go your way.
1: Burnley are sort of like that... the conjoined twin who has a gay brother but shares an arsehole. They're, they're really fucked. They've got nowhere to go. Um... Um,
0: oh my they've, god! They've got a pretty bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they've got a pretty bad life at the they've
0: moment. got nowhere to go. They're just taking. They're just it, taking a pummeling
1: from everybody, and they don't look like they can fight back. That was ridiculous. That little joke there.
0: Um, oh fuck me, that made me laugh.
1: West Ham doing well. See, City are sitting pretty at the top, but they haven't dropped any games yet. They're just sitting up there on twenty-one games. Um, this there's a lot of talk. With signings and so on, there's still no movement yet. I think the Aaron Ramsey thing might get signed off by the end of the week, same as Kieran Trippier. But
0: well, what are you what are you feel? I've seen pretty much every fucking player in yeah, the the Newcastle. My, but what do you think is legitimate? Oh, the, I don't know. The
1: first cab off the rank for me will be a loan of Aaron Ramsey, a six month loan, followed by a actual signing of Kieran Trippier.
0: Do you think that that's really going to happen?
1: Yes, I do. I really do. And then feel, the rest of confident. it... You're going to have
0: to pay these players an arm and a leg. That's fine.
1: We've got arms and legs. They're Saudis. They chop everything off people when they steal stuff. Lyndon told me that on Fridays, they chop in Saudi. He used to it's say to me all the time, go, on Friday, they chop. al they chop. So <laughs> um, we'll just take the arms and the legs and we'll pay for them like that. But I think we'll start... Even see, the sven, Bot, the sven Botman one... Is really exciting to me because he's 21. He's got a lot of upside. I'm pretty sure he's played in the Dutch 21s for a while. He's playing in France for Lille. If he come over, I'd be, I'd be on horseshoe territory. Um, but we, what a great name, Sven Sven Botman. What a champion. He could he could quickly become my second favorite. But
0: well, let, let, let's see what happens. actually third it's, it's favorite uh, because
1: Joel Linton's taken second place now, and there's no one.
0: Joel, Linton, Joel Linton is no good. one's taking uh, away from him you know it's the 4th of January still got fucking a long way to go through this month so there's going to be lots of movement I think you would imagine but uh, look there's been some links with other clubs around do you think we could just touch on some other movement I want to ask do you think that because I know that some of these big players at the big clubs and I want to touch on Declan Rice and I don't think that He is going to leave in January, obviously. But do you think, honestly, the way West Ham are going, do you think that that guy's staying there? Or do you think he's moving Uh, on?
1: They keep winning these weird little games. They're currently sitting in fifth, which is Europa League. You know what? If they can somehow scratch fourth from Arsenal, he'll stay. But if they sit in a Europa League spot or they drop even lower... I think they can kiss him goodbye he's at the Do you know
0: who I think is finishing fourth? And I, I said it I said it to a fellow yesterday And I think I said it a couple Tots. of episodes again When they signed him it, it, It'll be yeah, Tottenham Tots. Tottenham will finish I think... fourth Because Conte's He's too good of a manager yeah. Not to get them to that position And they've got games in hand And they are winning games yeah. So I, I can't see another team I know Arsenal are playing well But Spurs play Arsenal next week Because obviously there's no Premier League this week and if Spurs were to win that game, I think they would get momentum and Arsenal would probably struggle. I'm not convinced on West Ham just because of their injury problems. I think that their injury problems have come at the worst time. Yes. And like we always say, you need a bit of luck in a season. You know, you, when, you're for, when you're going for the league or when you're going for top four or when you're going to finish in the Europa League and that's your aim, you need a bit of luck to get there. And they don't have that luck this year. And unfortunately, it might cost them rice i think that if they don't finish fourth i think he's fucking done because i think that he will say look at himself and say look i need to go somewhere else i need to get to that he next stage that England, next challenge he'll
1: go to chelsea or he'll go to- he's
0: either gonna go to chelsea or man united yeah. that's what i reckon um i think that's the two clubs i don't think liverpool would be in for him i'd be very very surprised um yeah, I, I think he's going to be on the way out. He may even go to Europe. You don't know. Because he's very highly talented. Yeah, he, he could play in Europe easily. He could, I could see him playing for a Juventus or a, a Bayern Munich. or I could see him playing at fucking Barcelona. I really could. I could see him playing at all these teams. So I don't think anything's out of the realm with Declan Rice. And I think that, that could be a worrying thing for West Ham fans. But I, think so too. You know, I speak to Jack all the time. And he's kind of resigned himself to that fact that it's probably going to happen unless they win the Europa League and they make it to the Champions League. But I still don't know if that's going to sort of, keep them. It's
1: like, I don't know, because West Ham have this ability at the moment where Jared Bowen all of a sudden looks like Jared Salah, just running around fucking hooking him off the left and playing out of his
0: skin. That's a player that we could potentially go for in January. That would not surprise me if Liverpool were to make an offer for Jared Bowen. Um, the only thing where I don't think that gets over the line is that... <sighs> So, in order to buy a player, things have to go right in terms of the other club that you're buying Mm. off. So, the other club has to go, okay, well, we want X amount because we need to replace that player, right? So, are Liverpool going to, what, spend 40 to 50 million on Jared Bowen? I don't think so Mm. because that's probably what West Ham would want in order to replace him. Yeah. So, it doesn't look likely to me. It it looks like a summer signing. I don't think it's going to be a January signing. I'd be very surprised. Absolutely.
1: Um,. Let's just quickly go over the FA Cup games that I think sh- are going to have some importance this weekend.
0: Um, well, mate, the FA Cup is always a special time. It we're is. at the third round, so you've got, some, you've got some smaller clubs playing against some bigger ones. It's well, there, it's the magic there, of the some, FA Cup, as they call it. There's some
1: games that I think can knock some Premier League teams out. Like, the Burnley-Huddersfield game is an either-way one for me. We're playing Cambridge, and I think we're going to go whole-hog against them, even though, like, we should smack them.
0: Eddie Howland's winning FA Cup, mate. mate.
1: Palace play Millwall. Palace have got some absolute stunning London Derby, youngsters, mate. mate. This Michael Elise is going to be a fucking star. Jesse, Jesse's dick should be harder than it's ever been. Schlupp is in some fine form, too, for Palace at the moment. He is just just doing wonderful Zaha's stuff. Zaha's
0: just aggressive as It red cards yeah, everywhere. he doesn't
1: give a fuck. He doesn't give a shit. Um, <clears throat> then you've got... Lester V. Watford in the I cannot, in believe,
0: the, in I the cannot FA? believe he played for Mandy United. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh,
1: really? yeah, Lester V. Watford. Do you know why
0: he do you know why he got transferred just before he touched on the next one? No. Because he was uh <laughs> he was banging David Moyes' daughter.
1: And they broke up.
0: And so Dave, no, David Moyes just put they like, fucking bench him, never played him. And then all of a sudden he, he got a transfer. So I think he was like, I Can't have this guy on my team. Oh not Touch He's fucking Touching me daughter, just into her. So, yeah, moved him on. He went to Palace. Crazy, eh? There you go. <laughs> David Moyes just not happy. Not
1: happy. Uh, Blackburn Rovers are playing Wigan. They, I think Blackburn might get promoted next year. Um evident-
0: What are they? Do we know what they are in the Championship at the moment? They top four. I think they're top four. They're in the playoff picture.
1: Um, they are definitely in the. Title title Playoff. run, yeah. uh, for lack yeah. of a better term. Um, the the biggest game for me is the United Villa game this weekend. Oh, I mean in the it, yeah this fun. weekend. Sorry, it it's that is a monster game. Uh oh, Blackburn are actually currently second behind Bournemouth.
0: Cheese Blackburn, I haven't been in the Premiership for Mate, years. Mate, it'd be
1: lovely to see him up there. It would be like an old uh, Alan Shearer reunion when fucking Newcastle. Mate, play. if that's the
0: case, I'm doing a FIFA career mode with him on FIFA 23. B- BBR. Uh, you know who I reckon all, would also do what? Yep. Baffy boy. King B- oh, Sir oh, that Baff.
1: One now, Sir Baff. That is. He's brilliant. Billy Sharp. West Brom are close. It, it's. It's a pretty tight race at the top. This is going to be a. A bit of a close run to the end of the season out there. Um,
0: Championships the hardest league in football.
1: Fucking oath it is, mate. You got to win a ton of games.
0: You do. You've got. So competitive.
1: Yeah, but I definitely think West Ham play Leeds as well this weekend in the FA Cup. So hope the West Ham smack them pricks out of it.
0: Is it FA or is that the Premier League? I thought no, no, that's FA,
1: that's FA Cup. They might be going back to back. And then you play Shrewsbury, but definitely the game of the FA Cup is United Villa round three. What Shrewsbury a what a bastard two. of a draw for either of those teams.
0: Yeah, crap,
1: crap. Um, let's talk about something other than football for a minute because we're going to do a proper EPL one next week. Let's talk about our moving on up. our new favorite moving on down. One of our, our new close to our heart, Tamara uh, Rosen.
0: Oh, king of the fourth, king, as they call him,
1: just off the back foot, shooting threes to win. Somebody stop me!
0: You can't. I think the second one against the Wizards was was yeah. was better. Yeah. That was like was. he had two guys in his face contest, dropped it. Yeah. We are currently was... first in the East. Now well, I know. I...
1: we have not been first in the East for since probably the nineties, really.
0: Oh, I reckon 2010 Oh yeah, you're probably right, 2010 D. D Rose, when he was MVP I think we had, a, we had, like under Tom Thibodeau We had a really good team man. We did um, But, at, what's really crazy is that Like you said, and we spoke about it months ago When we first went into the season You and I both thought, yeah, look We'll be happy with 7th, we'll be, yeah, happy with be happy with 6th Be in the playoff picture we thought that that's what we were capable of and they've just come out and the chemistry, some, everything has worked perfectly yep. and to be top of the East, I think is beyond all Chicago Bulls fans' wildest dreams. Well, um, the
1: Celtics are currently it, sitting at ninth, so really think about that.
0: That's what I mean. Like, it's just, it, it's all different. Now, I know there's a long, long way to go. <laughs> you know, the NBA is such a long Make season. A um, f- 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 I, f- I f- would still predict that probably the Nets or the Bucks would probably finish first, but... You just got to ride the wave. Well, um,
1: if, the, if you finish anywhere up there, you're, you're in for a chance. Absolutely, and if you, you can are. keep some form of like form that that De, DeRozan's showing like, he is just schooling every motherfucker out there at the moment.
0: Well, you know, DeMar DeRozan, he has he has a record. He, he just set a record, like in the first player in history to ever do this. He's the first player in history to score back-to-back buzzer beaters, right? Yeah, in a season, twice. Fucking So hell. he's he's done it before with Toronto. He did back to back games, three on the on the buzzer beater, uh, bang done. And then he's done it again this year for the Bulls. It's never ever been done before. Yep. That's, that's whack. Um, he's playing incredible. He's playing like Toronto. Demar Derozan, um, Zach Levine is out of this world. Vucevic playing great. Uh, he's a great center. He pitches in with a lot of points, a lot of rebs. Lonzo Ball just dishing it. I mean, everything is just working perfectly. Uh, we're really formidable. Like we are a genuinely good team, no doubt about it. The defense is really good. Like the way we can steal everything's everything's going good for us. We've just got to it's ride just,
1: it. It's all just looking beautiful, really. We just got to now ride in
0: it. a seven-game series. Are we going to beat the Nets or the Bucks? I don't know. Maybe. Probably not. Maybe. I if I was to tip it, Maybe. but. At this stage, it's hard to go past it.
1: It's very hard to go past and it's still early in the season. So, But if, if we quickly jump sports over to the coming of the end of the season in the NFL, the playoff picture sort of looks like it's set out clean. Uh, did you see yep. Jamar Chase's game for the Bengals? Yes. Mate. Incredible. Mate. That guy Incredible. is a rookie That is ridiculous So if we look at the Now
0: we didn't call At the start of the season We didn't call him no, Being our rookie of the year
1: I absolutely did not
0: Nope I um I went with I went with Devin Smith I can't remember who I went with Not Devin I, Smith What's his name?
1: Uh, D- oh. uh, Devontae Smith
0: Devon, yeah, yeah. I keep thinking of the the fucking player from. I can't from who I went with. with. It might have been Mac Jones. I can't remember. I th- I thought it was. I thought it was going to be him, because um, I thought he was he was a Heisman Trophy yep. winner, best receiver in football in the um, in college. I thought he was going to kill it. Now ultimately, uh, Joe Burrow yep. is a ten times better quarterback than fucking yeah. Jalen yes. Hurts. But still, still, it's crazy. Well, Micah, Micah Parsons incredible.
1: from the Cowboys will definitely win Defensive Rookie of the Year. He's had a season to. Behold, The Titans look like they've clinched number one seed without Derrick Henry. Just remember that. That's, that isn't sad. They've clinched it without Derrick Henry. Obviously, the Chiefs have clinched the West. Bengals have clinched the North. Do you know the Bengals have not won a playoff game in 32 years?
0: Yes, mate. They, they've been in the they've playoffs had to ride so
1: l- many times, and they have not won a game in 32 years. Longest strength. It's funny,
0: man. I, just before I left... Bowen Hills the other way This guy got off the train He was He had to be like Fucking 80 right And he was walking He was like Sort of hobbling And I could hear him Talking to his friend Or whatever And he was American He a Bengals hat on And he was wearing a cap He had a Bengals yeah, hat he went on. to the hospital and I saw
1: him laugh In the afternoon
0: oh, Anyway And I just I looked at him I said Those Bengals are going good Aren't they Oh yeah Melly yeah. me, you know, And I was like I was, I was happy for him He went to the hospital I saw
1: him um, in the afternoon I said Mate, your Bengals going all right they are going well, man.
0: I'm like, oh, good on you, um, Yeah. Just think, how long has he probably oh, waited for them to be good? Thirty-two years. You know what I Th- mean? They've always they about promise. sports. That's
1: what the fuck thing with the Bengals is, right? They have. They yes. are. They've had good the teams over cop the years in the NFL because they show promise. I would show argue promise, show that, promise.
0: Yes, that's right. I would argue that the Cleveland Browns have been worse oh, than mate. them in terms <laughs> of like their history. Howie, I'm sorry, mate.
1: Your Browns. They've made the playoffs once since 2003, which was last year. I think, if we look at it as a whole, Baker Mayfield may turn out to be a bit of a myth. Um, If you can have Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney on the one team and not make the playoffs, there's some some issues there. There's some real issues. Exactly. Uh, The Bills and the Patriots have both clinched a spot in the playoffs with their record. The Colts have clinched a spot too, which I think they're a smoky. Don't write the Colts and do not write the Chargers off. They are (laughs) both smoky. They're
0: they are a dangerous team. Yep. So they're a team that you probably don't want to play against. Yep. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like, they're just that team you want to avoid. Uh, they will make it tough of teams. Absolutely. They will make it very tough.
1: The the um, Philadelphia Eagles have clinched a playoff spot at 9-7. and seven. And so of San Francisco 49ers, you haven't clinched it yet, but you're uh, sitting at 9-7. and seven, You're about a 62% chance or 65% chance to get in. You'll play the Buccaneers round How on. have the
0: Eagles clinched the spot? That's got to be wrong. They've won less games than They've
1: won less games, but it's it's to do with the division.
0: Um,
1: oh. The Cardinals have obviously clinched at 11-5. Oh,
0: uh, yeah, it's to do... Yeah, because of the Rams. Yeah, yeah. it's because of the Rams. Because of our hardest division of yeah, football. Yes, because the
1: Rams. the Rams have taken and over at Cardinals 4 and the Cardinals are sitting pretty 11-5. Yeah. Um Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's talk about this fucking lunacy that's occurred with Antonio Brown.
0: Oh, Antonio Brown. There's two. He's, just, he's a clown. This guy
1: is a he's a fool, right? He's done nothing he's in his player. life but cause himself problems. But I will say this, and I will say this. In his contract, he was either one touchdown or a hundred yards or something away from a million dollar bonus, and they took him out of the game. and wouldn't play. So there's either they're either saying. We're not going to put player because we don't want to spend the money on you, or well um, that's the way he's taking it, or there's, well really that's all it really looks like, they didn't want to pay him the extra million in the bonus. But if you're a team player, right, and you're in a team sport, that shouldn't really matter, that extra million dollar bonus.
0: Well, you know, he's he's not a team-oriented person. He never person, has been. Tell. He he's, never
1: has been. No. He never was when he was in the Steelers. He never was when he was in no. the Raiders. He got sacked from the Raiders in training camp. Um, he got sacked from the Patriots. He got sacked from the Patriots. He gets sacked everywhere he goes. This is something I'd actually like to talk about. Why do you think it's wide receivers that are always the troublemakers in the NFL?
0: Because they're entitled. They think they're better than what they are. Yeah. They think that, they think that uh, without them... Like, they think they're God's gift, so... Oh, well, I'm super fucking fast, and I'm entertaining, and, oh, without me, touchdowns don't get scored, and all that crap, so they... But...
1: Like if you, if you I really would argue... The, uh, look,
0: these have been around... The
1: biggest dickheads that you've seen in the NFL, right? In in my time, that I can remember. Terrell Owens, very good player. Have, I'll start it with that. Very good player. Cockhead. Wanker, okay? Got yeah. booted from everywhere he went. Um, Antonio Brown, wanker. Des Bryant, wanker. Wanker. Uh Majority of the wankers, uh, if you look at the the uh, parody movie Jerry Maguire, show me the money, wanker. They're all... Yeah. They're, the wide receivers are the wankers. You've got some real sort of well, shining lights, like the Mike Evans and so on, who aren't, and the Larry Fitzgeralds, but there's a, there's a high percentage chance if you're a wide receiver, you're going to be struck down with a cockhead bug.
0: Well, you know... It's like Sharps. Did you see Shannon Sharps' uh, take on it this morning? On, on no, I haven't I, seen it. No, oh, it was cool. He's like, you know, he goes, if you pay a fool three million dollars and then you offer the fool twelve million dollars, he's like. They're, they're not going to just stop being a fool. They're going to be a bigger fool. Yeah. He's like, if you... He goes, if you pay a clown, he's like, ridiculous money. And then you, you up you up, uh, up his contract and give him more. He's like, he's just going to buy more makeup. He's continuing to be a clown. And it's, it's true, so man. It's so true. It, 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 if, you're, if they're from the start, if they have a bad sort of work ethic and they have a bad attitude and you give them fucking more yeah. money... Uh, which these guys have continually got through their career they're not going to change who like they Odell. are because they're just like well, Scott, the same. this is who I am Richo,
1: Cinco was the Antonio same.
0: Brown's a fuckwit he's an absolute twat what he did in that game I think is probably one of the worst things I've seen in professional well, sports I love what to r- walk out on your I team know. and to throw all your stuff into the, crowd, into the yeah. crowd and just go did you see Mike Evans trying to calm him down <laughs> He's yeah, like, I did, but it's like
1: this is how you know Mike Evans is a captain and a good bloke. He's like, mate, stop it. And Antonio Brown didn't wouldn't stop me. He went fuck you, then, mate. You're your own man. You do your own thing.
0: Yeah, I, look, that dressing room would have been very volatile after. Well, I know how how uh, highly
1: respected Bruce Arians is, and when he came out in the press conference said, that, and the guy asked him what happened with Antonio, he said he is no longer a Buck, and I'm not answering any more questions. That motherfucker was dead serious. Yeah, and he is an extremely well respected coach. Like and I mean, extremely well respected. He has been everywhere. He has only, he's only been a head coach for maybe a decade, but he was he's been everywhere. He's won Super Bowls with Peyton Manning. He's won Super Bowls with Ben Rosselsberger. He is extremely well respected. And for some cunt to pull that shit when they're when they're trying to clinch a division and 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 get themselves into a really good playoff picture is ridiculous. They don't need him. I can't find believe else. they
0: got beat by the Jets. No, they won. They won. Oh, they They won last throw of the game. Tom Brady, the guy that replaced Antonio
1: Brown, caught the touchdown. (laughs) That's poetic. It's so it's it's meant to be.
0: Oh my god! uh, What a fucking loser!
1: Ben John Grayson or something, young fella, uh, caught the winning touchdown. Cyril Grayson, sorry, Cyril Grayson's his name.
0: Oh, what a fucking! Yeah, they won twenty-eight
1: twenty-four. It's going to be a fucking exciting playoff series, I think.
0: I have no idea who's going to win. I. if you were to put gun up my head right now, I'd say Packers, but They're, I, he's a bad I don't fucker. know.
1: The Cowboys are looking in fine form, but they are perennial chokers. The Rams are yep. hot to trot. Never count out Tom Brady. Um, nope. The Cardinals have a way about them at the moment. The the, the the Eagles will be smacked and smacked early. We can knock them yep. out. The 49ers, you never know. If he's played the Bucs and you're on, you just never know. And then in the AFC... You can't count out the Colts. The Patriots are always a chance. The Bengals with this high-octane offense are going to be really hard to stop. But if Derrick Henry comes back on that Titans team, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Freight truck. Any fucking thing can happen. It's crazy.
0: He's a bad man. I'll tell you that. He's my favorite. I love him. I love that motherfucker. Look out, Derek. Look out, Desmond. My man, Derek. I
1: saw today on uh, NRL on Nine a um, little thing about Kalen Ponga. So the Knights are in a ploy to keep Kalen a knight, which automatically stiffened me up. They're offering Kalen Ponga's dad a consultancy role at the club. They have to get it through. Oh. The salary cap auditors. But if it happens, I dare say Kalen's going to be staying around for a while. Fuck
0: it, hell. They're going out
1: extreme
0: weeks because they know. That's how
1: important it is. That's how important he is to us. And you've got to think, like, as a marketing... For a club in whole, as as a fan, as a player, he's so important to me. But as a business side of it, to the club, he's worth millions, man. He signed a lifetime contract already with Nike. That's why he's got that Nike tattoo on his arm. He's got these humongous deals. He's got... he got voted the sexiest man in rugby league, which I thought was fantastic. Um, but he, as a person, he's never in trouble, and he's just—he's worth millions to the club. He—he he can draw so much attention, and to lose a player like that from a business sense would be horrifying. And from a fans' point of view and a members' point of view, I'd be sick to my stomach. But I hopefully they can figure out a way to keep him. Obviously, it shows how important he is that they want to give his dad a fucking job.
0: Hundred percent. So, they obviously want to do anything they can to try and keep it yep. there. Um, isn't it crazy though? Like they're willing to give how much is he, how much is his contract?
1: Oh, it's about one point two a season, <laughs> and I dare say they're going to top it up with Mitchell Pearce's money. That's
0: insanity. Now, look, don't take this the wrong way, but a player to be paid all that money for not necessarily doing too much.
1: Oh, he's made. He's our best player, week in, week out.
0: He is your best week player. week in, week out, and he is. But he's never he he never plays an Origin because he's always fucking injured. Well, that, well he played when
1: he did play an Origin, we won.
0: People, yeah, he was good. It, is,
1: this is the. Do you know how you feel the disrespect towards Klopp? Right, the exact same yeah. stuff happens to Kalen Ponga. The disrespect he gets. Oh, he's not tough enough. He's not this. He's not that. He doesn't. this. He is the most on paper talent wise. He's probably second behind Trebiovic, right? Tedesco is a better fallback. Everyone knows that at the moment, but Pogba yes. is just shit on by everybody all the time. He is so disrespected. He's never given the credit he deserves for how much work. I does. Don't, I, you know why? Because I don't think he's played enough games. He's played almost. He's played sixty or something now. Sixty or seventy. He. You got to remember, he's only twenty two. No, one hundred percent, and that's the like running around, t-
0: t- talking about him like he's thirty. He's so young. Yes, but like, so he's got the upside, and you can see the potential. Yes, mate, but what? every single season that he's played has he not been injured well yeah but that's because yes well yes he has been injured
1: but if you look at look at the Knights last year right we were the second most injured team in the whole NRL the year before that we were the second most injured NRL in the whole NRL Ponga and Best are very yep. similar. They get these weird injuries. Caelan last year had a, a ductor injury in his groin, which kept him out for the first sort of six or seven rounds. Brab and Best is sort of plays two weeks, misses three, plays three, misses four, plays five, misses two. It's really weird. But
0: I, uh, they're too big I for their Klopp bodies. Talk about, yeah, I heard Klopp talk about these injuries once upon a time because he's Klopp's actually got, like, he's like done sports science at university so he's really fucking clever. Yeah. And he explained it one day in terms of Oxley Chamberlain when he had his uh, ACL done, and when they were talking about fuck just knock me, mic over. Um, when they're talking about his uh, rehab, and they were saying, oh, you know, how are you going to get him back into the squad and all that? and He goes, oh, what's really interesting with with this particular player because his muscle twitch fibres are different to certain other players. Yes. So it means that you, you can run really fast, right? But it means you're more prone to Injury. your muscles. Yes. Yeah, to, to tearing and stuff like that. So, you, the way you train them and the way you introduce them back into squads or whatever, and, or even play them in terms of minutes, it's got to be different. It's completely different to say how you would play James Milner. Uh, James Milner, yeah. It, very industrial. His muscles are, are different to like a Sadio Mane. Or it's really crazy that all these different types of players have different makeup. Yes. So, Caleb Pollan might be one well, of those he's, players he, that. Well,
1: you look at the main moves. He's a fast twitch guy. And, and you is. look at someone like Bram and Bess, and I have always thought. If we just get him to twenty two, twenty three, he'll turn into one of the best players in the NRL because he's he was too big for his own body. If that makes sense, he was so big yep. that his body was breaking down underneath him because of he to be one hundred eight kilos at uh, or one hundred seven kilos at eighteen playing in the NRL is a big deal for a guy who's in the backs. Well, you haven't
0: fully matured or fully. That's developed what I mean. Yet. You
1: don't men don't usually we don't usually mature into our bodies till we're 22 to we're twenty two to twenty five. I think yep. something like that. Um, so, and he's 22 now, 21, Bradman Best. So there's a lot of upside coming. But anything so that, that, to keep Kalen, I'm all for.
0: Yeah. And look, I can understand and, uh, 100%. It's, it's massive importance to Newcastle because if they were to lose him, uh, you'd be fucked.
1: But we're literally fucked.
0: Yeah. That's Ponga's challenge now, I think, for the next sort of to get to that next stage of his career is to try put... Consistent seasons together yeah. Game after game After game after game Be really durable um, And then from there I think you're going to Really see his talent Because I feel right now You can see the potential And see what he's made of But he's being Hampered By his injuries yeah. He's not really you, Do you know what I mean He's ready to take it To that next Like like you said before He could be At Tripovic level right? Easily But he's not there Because he's always he injured And he needs yeah. to He needs to break through that And I don't know if it's medical staff at Newcastle or whatever. Like sometimes well, we, we
1: sacked the majority of our medical staff last year or the year before. So there's a lot of change. Yeah. I think with Ponga as well, a goal for him could be to win the Knights Player of the Year because it's a notoriously hard thing to do for a back to win the Danny Badiris medal because it's just the style of play that the Knights fans and members like to see. They like to see a hard-nosed sort of guy Um Run around doing the hard work. So if Ponga can win the Knights Player of the Year, then that's a really good step forward. Because like the l- last year was Jacob Saifidi. Two years in a row before that was Mitch Barnett. I think the year before that may have been fucking... Um, yeah. So that, that would be a huge step forward. Yes, he'll keep playing Origin, I think. Like, you're not going to leave him out. Him and Munster
0: together are crazy. Um, that's just if he's fit. Do you think if the Dolphins were to come in with more money than what nice for offering him. Do you think he would bounce? Do you know what? I don't think he would. Uh, this And that's not me just
1: being hopeful. I fair dinkum think he loves... Money talks Money though. does talk but so does the way you want to live your life and does he want, want to live in Icefield, Redcliffe or have to travel north from Brisbane every day on shithouse roads or does he want to live on the beach in Merriweather in Newcastle with all of his mates that he's got all moved down from Townsville his dad, his mum live there, his sister goes to school there it's it's a much more relaxed lifestyle it's not a huge team with the media on you all the time it, you know what I mean? Like, well, he's a big name
0: they've given him the opportunity You know what the I mean? Like they the it's t- going to be
1: on the table and yeah. well, I, I think he won't go he might go when he's older. I just don't think he'll go now. I think he's got a point to prove at the Knights. I think people think he's a bit flippant. Oh. And he's a bit um, blase about things, but I reckon he's he's a true professional. He, he's got like an internal drive that he wants to prove people wrong.
0: Well, you look at it this way, right? So obviously, everybody knows in terms of talent, Ponga was the best player on the side, oh right? Far. But now with Pierce leaving, this offers an opportunity for Ponga to be the main man. The this man. Is, this is his to team. Be the man. Yeah. This is this is his team it now, is. so he's got the opportunity to be the guy and, and really take this team if they want to play finals consistently. This is so he can be the face of Newcastle Knights, so he, yeah, absolutely. Um, and he might love that. He might want well, that. He so. was made last year, named into their four-man leadership
1: group, and he captained a couple of games last year. And he said it's one of the most proud things he's ever done. So this, if if he gets the reins, which he will, like he is our best player country mile if he gets the reins anything could happen with him anything can happen
0: exciting times Mate, isn't it? very exciting times and fucking the rugby league season's only 12 weeks away hey i mean i'm, I'm really keen for afl i've been watching some some things on it it's oh, a, i'm getting really keen for the afl it's
1: not far off either it's, it's sort of once you hit that christmas it's, point after it sort of it gets to january 2nd you're like fucking hell it's just around the corner we're ready to go like,
0: play well, well, March is... Uh, I think March 15th or 16th is the Demons versus Doggies on that Wednesday, so it's not too far away. No,
1: bro. and then, I, like, you play it in the really Charity Shield it. against South fucking
0: in, like, eight weeks' time. It's... Yeah, but, you know, I never really get too sh- up for that no, game. it's just, it's just it's it's nice it's to see a little bit of footy back. That's the only thing that I think about that well, game. it's the season open, really, effectively. Yeah,
1: it, but, uh, and then the uh, the Indigenous Maori game, that one's always pretty good when they go fucking hammering tongs at each other. I do yep. think... Um, when we get a bit closer to it, I'd like to do like a ladder prediction for both um, AFL and NRL sort of positions, that sort of shit. Maybe who might get fucking Dalian Player of the Year and the Brownlow
0: and all that sort of shit. So yeah, well we got to we got to put together a good predictions. Hopefully by that time, um, we could be in a we could be in a we studio. We'll see how there we There might go. be a
1: camera. On us. We'll still put them on Spotify. There obviously, be, but There might
0: be a camera. On us. There might. Well, yeah, because there might be some uh, one day. Just people will go and listen to the potty and. Then, They'll just start seeing the video with uh, it. Be you can cool. see how
1: fat I really am.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna have
1: to wear black all the time. No, you're Black and, like, long stripes. I'm gonna have to look at like, a fucking NFL referee <laughs> 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 all the time. It's gonna be a fucking nightmare.
0: Start, start moving the chains. Um,
1: I've got to uh, help the baby have a nap shortly. So this was a pleasant one. This was a short, sharp shooter. The triple S.
0: Short sure, shot shooter to start, to, uh, start the year. The, the, no, to round. Deuce, deuce, the
1: 2 The for 22 uh, The, the, the yep. Sydney test starts tomorrow as well. So, um, Scotty yeah, Bowling's look, been dropped, funnily enough, but I think we all knew that was going to happen when Hazelwood come back.
0: Fuck mate, me. It's ruthless. Still, cricket is ruthless, mate. Yeah. And
1: this is the thing. Like, um, Yes, he had a great game, but Josh Hazelwood is still a better bowler. That's the funny
0: thing, isn't and it? it that, what a, is what that, a
1: position to be in where you go... He's just taking 6 for, I well, you can drop him he's still not the best bowler we can put in. Well, there's struggling at the moment and you've got like people like Michael Vaughan tearing shreds out of the English and it's fantastic because the, there is a thing going on especially with like the county cricket that it Michael Vaughan said it the other day it makes players look better than they actually are because the ball swings all day it's a nippy wicket it's cool they don't what he says is they should be taking at least two games a year overseas and playing them in South Africa New Zealand because they already have training camps overseas every year so they should play two games overseas with the kookaburra ball to realise holy fuck we're not as good as we think we are
0: no, you're dead right. This is what Australian and cricket
1: had. We are uh, in the late twenty, sort of late twenty tens. When it come to our batsmen, we had none. We had to find them all again. So, and, we, and yeah. we sent them all to play county cricket.
0: That's right. And so Australia are actually in a good position because they send players over, yeah. and so they get used to that, and then when, and they get used to playing in Australia. Yes. So they're good both ways. Whereas England don't really do no. that. You don't see many English players coming over to play fucking shield over cricket. In, you know, yeah, shield cricket. No. You don't see it. And shield crickets. Nothing like it used to be, but it's still pretty big. Uh, Travis Head's
1: out as well, I saw this morning, and Osman Kawaja is coming in about bat at five, which is nice Wait, to since,
0: see Since back. he's 150 that he got, he's just done nothing.
1: No, Travis Head is a bit like that. He'll score a big one,
0: then he'll slow down, then he'll score a big one.
1: Osman's coming in just because he, Travis Head's got COVID. So, um,
0: well, look, you look at it this way, right? Australia are in a position where they can afford to be sort of give some, give some players an opportunity to, to get their form yeah. back. Like Khawaja hasn't really played test cricket that much. Um, get it back into the fold, see what he's made yeah. of. So that the series is over. So they've got an opportunity. I, I don't I don't know why, but I would have continued to play that Boland and I would have dropped Stark. Stark? I will Personally. say this. Mitchell, Stark. I'm with Shane Warne, man. I'm with Shane Warne on this one.
1: I will say this at Mitchell I, Stark. Uh, Mitchell Stark doesn't have to be the greatest bowler in the world because he has got... Patrick Cummins and Josh Hazelwood who is well, Patrick Cummins is the best player of the world I think Josh Hazelwood's like third or fourth at the moment in front of him so he just has to do a job but when they were both gone he fucking took over he took all the wickets he still got it
0: yeah but but yeah but but with, with Stark this is the issue I feel and it's been like this for years is that unless the ball is swinging and moving mm. he doesn't
1: produce not necessarily but on
0: the other as well you, we need a left-handed because of Nathan Lyon He's got pace, but he doesn't... He Like, for example, that ball didn't really swing on the MCG, right? Mm-hmm. But Scott Boland and Cummins were able to get wickets. With Very, accurately. Really Very accurately. We didn't really need to take any didn't wickets. Really
1: Boland had a spell of okay. four overs where he took six wickets for five. It was crazy. That was ridiculous. This is terrible. Um, I think a the English batting. players... Uh, let, I'm, if I'm just thinking sort of abruptly about it... Uh, Jory Burns, Johnny Bairstow, Joss Butler... Um, probably uh, can kiss their inter test careers goodbye at the end of this series. They have made fools of themselves. Josh Butler, especially when it came to the last game where he just needed to do a bit of tooth and nail in the first innings, and he tried to hit Nathan Lyon out of the stadium. and got caught on the boundary. The fucking idiot. Um, that those three I can think maybe move. Well, the,
0: realistically, they're one-day players. Like. Yeah. They're one-day players that are pretty good in, in, in a 50-over game. Good, like very good one-day players. Butler's pretty good in a 50-day game. Bezos pretty good in a 50-day game. But they don't have what I call... Uh, like They don't have a really good batting side at the moment. And I said this to uh, my, my uh, in-laws that are massive cricket fans, at Keely's family. Um, I said, England very rarely win in Australia, right? And when they do... It has to be the elite of the elite England side. Yep. So like in two thousand ten, that was probably the best England side they had in a very, very long time. Well and you Alistair know, Cook did Strauss score six hundred and eighty runs in a, in a series. That was crazy. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So they had they had runs coming from everywhere, <laughs> like Peterson could get runs, Collingwood could get yep. runs, Ian Bell could get yep. runs, Strauss could get runs, Cook could and get runs. And so they were all in Nick, they were all in good nick too. They're all good Nick And so the, there was runs Coming out of their fucking ass Whereas now The genuine only player That can score runs Is Joe yeah. And on average He's been coming in On average At 14 overs That's not good enough That is too early yeah. For your fourth It's basketball. putting too much that pressure on him. He's got too much pressure On him at the moment Too much pressure Because he comes in And he thinks Well now I've got to go Get runs yeah. To make and this And he's got to get you know, runs Against
1: Pat Cummins Which
0: Exactly damn. So then he pushes And every time he hits 50 He gets out I think he relaxes when
1: he hits yeah. fifty. His his um rate of turning fifties into hundred is disgraceful. You look at like Steve it's Smith in Australia. In Australia, Steve Smith's like, Australia, Steve it's like 2,700s, twenty six fifties, or some, vice versa. Joe Root's like 1,800s, s, fifty five fifties. Yeah. Like, what What are you doing, mate?
0: Well, if you actually look at this year, until we played in Australia, this is the crazy He's thing. Had a great- he he only had one innings where he just hit fifty. Yeah. The rest of them, he had a hundred. every time he hit the,
1: runs this year. he
0: he would go to a hundred. Right? The minute he's got to Australia, he can't get to a hundred. So he,
1: I think he's mentally defeated by by Australia and Australian conditions. Like he was amazing in India. He's brilliant in England. But there's something about I, I don't know if it's I don't like know. if it's hundred year old scars. But when the English come to Australia, they have this. It's like they've already been beaten before they even get off the plane. I don't know what it is, where. Australia, when we went to England in 2005 or whatever, or 2003, when Michael Vaughan led uh, England to beat Australia there, and it was like the biggest deal in the world, Australia still thought they could win, but England were too good on the day. On the flip side, when England come here, I don't think they believe they can win. They just come here to play. <laughs> you
0: know what I mean? It's,
1: it's weird. Uh, it's
0: not so much that. Also, Aussies will never really get it, because you live here every day of your life, but... It is a massive, massive difference to go from England to Australia, to go from that fucking just normal cool weather conditions that they're used yeah. to, to come here and play consistently in the summer for guys that don't live here and don't yeah. fucking play here. But how come, how come other teams can them. go to England and win? Because the conditions are good there. It's, it's, that, that's, like, that's a dream for yeah, Australia. cool. Okay, we're used to playing in the Green summer tops. here. But we can go play in the summer in England. It's a piece of yeah. cake. Yeah. Um, so they can climatise way better Because not, it's not hard on the body But for English people that don't fucking grow up Playing in 38 degree weather yeah. And 40 degree fucking summers yeah. they, they really struggle So they struggle because.
1: Why well, do think you've there's scars there I think there's day. 100 year old scars there For teams coming here that just can't They can't no, shake I don't it think
0: so. I don't They think, think so. they come I and they think, think-
1: well, Fuck we've got to go play there again
0: Nah, I, I really don't. I generally think the heat, the the, f- the pitches, they're not used to them, and they can't figure out how to like to stay in there consistently for long periods. That's why I said it takes an extremely extremely good England side to win here because you have to be like amazing to win in Australia. Yeah. Um, against the bowlers, the speed, the bounce, and in the heat all day. There's two players. Not used to standing there's out there all two day.
1: players that are definitely good enough. It's Joe Root and Ben Stokes. Joe Root is although he looks like Ellen DeGeneres, he is so good with the bat and Ben Stokes well, f- Ben Stokes is just like a fighter. He will fight for anything. I really I really, really like Ben Stokes as a cricketer. He is just he, like, you you yeah. see the poor bite, right? They give him the ball because he's got a golden arm and he lumbers in, his legs are fucked, he's got a crook back, he's got a short, and he just keeps coming and coming and coming and he doesn't stop. It's crazy.
0: I think this series was a bit too early for him too to be yeah. honest because this was his first yes. series back after a long and time and the loss and of
1: Archer's a big deal too Jofra Archer could have done wonders yeah. over here for the
0: Pops. yeah Archer would have been very dangerous in Australia well, he would have been very imagine dangerous imagine him
1: coming so, in but, a fucking buck fifty just exactly but
0: that shit happens you got to just roll with it but that's the problem England don't have a great cricketing cricketing side at the moment they don't have what I would say fantastic bowlers The bowlers are okay the They the, did pretty well I don't uh, think they, can,
1: they can blame the bowlers all they want It's the batsman. Yeah. The bowlers the are doing are the a job
0: that needs to be done
1: yep. It's the yep.
0: There's There's been no real totals from Australia no. That have been like Oh my god We like, can't chase that's, this But
1: the batsmen we can't just can't that. do but
0: anything batting, Especially that, that test at the MCG I, I actually felt when England got that Got Australia around that second it's innings on. And the, the lead I, Yeah I thought here we go the lead was only 50 runs. They could they could get that back and have a good crack at it, and they just crumble. They crumble every they time. Um, the openers are are not no. good enough. I don't think. I think that Hamid's probably too young, so I can't really blame That's him. Burns you're is right useless. What you
1: said before about when England come here, I think it was in 2010. Cook and Strauss together, they they fought off everything. They let yep. the people below them breathe. Where if That's your openers right. don't let them breathe, they're fucked. That's the best thing that like I'll I'll never forget when Alastair Cook come in here. I thought, Holy fuck, that is one of the most impressive things. He just batted and batted and batted and batted and batted. Yep.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, like the the greatest Australian sides like, well, the greatest Australian side that I see is when you had Matthew Hayden, yep. Justin Langer, Ricky Ponting, yep. um, Martin. Michael Clark, Adam Gilchrist, yep. Andrew that Simons, right? All those players there, from Matthew Hayden down, it was a struggle to get Hayden and Langer out a lot of oh, the time, right? Had, so they would sit there. They have there.
1: the most 100-run partnerships out of
0: anyone in test cricket. Exactly. So they would sit there for hours. And so they would give pressure, to take the pressure off Ponting and all that to allow them play. And then if you manage to get through... The the four and the five, you then have to come up against Mike Hussey. Yeah. You then have to Gilchrist. come up against Adam Gilchrist, yeah. who could Gilchrist batting at fucking six or seven, he could get one hundred and fifty. Exactly that, that. So that that doesn't exist in the England batting no. lineup. At it, the used it, used no Flintoff, it, it used to. It used to with
1: Freddie Flintoff. It used to when there was. There was a big loss when Freddie left. Freddie left the English team. I know he's a larrikin and that, but he's a fighter. He was a fucking animal with the ball and the bat. He didn't give anything in. I Me and Vaughan talk about this all the time. When it when like, I love a cricketer who's got a bit of like Australian cricketer in him. I love Ian Botham, and I loved Andrew Flintoff because he just never quit. He he was yeah. one of those blokes who was like, nah, fuck you. The same reason I like Michael Vaughan because Michael Vaughan would fight tooth and nail just to stay in. Michael Vaughan was a good batter. Michael Vaughan's an underrated cricketer. Yeah, But, um... Absolutely. Let's, uh, pull up stumps, for lack of a better term. (laughs) And, uh... Pull
0: up stumps, eh? Just like the England fucking cricket team. Just like the English
1: cricket team. team. And we'll
0: fucking reconvene next week. This
1: is going to be our... The
0: the England cricket team got off the plane and said, you know what? There's a stumps right there. We're done.
1: That's it. We're going to have a bit of rhythm now. We should be able to record same times, uh... Every week. Every single week. So, we'll... We've done well to next start Next week here. we're not
0: inconvenienced, mate. We can do it whenever we want.
1: want. It's This week will always be the Tuesdays, but whatever. People don't need to know that. Um, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, mate. Take Enjoy. it easy.
0: See you on the next See one. See you, Cobbler. See you, cob. Well, yeah, mate.